You're listening to Love Starts Here, a podcast for smart, successful women who are ready to finally have the love they want and deserve. Whether your relationship status is single, dating, or it's complicated, this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level. And now, here's your host, certified love and life coach, Melissa Snow. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Love Starts Here podcast. I'm Melissa Snow. I'm your host. And today we're talking about dating anxiety. This is such an important topic, even if you're one of those people that's like, I don't have anxiety. I don't have anxiety about dating. I don't have anxiety about anything. I'm good with anxiety. Because there is so much happening under the surface when it comes to dating that a lot of times we don't even realize that one of the things happening is anxiety. And I think a lot of times when people think about anxiety, especially in terms of dating, they think like that nervousness about walking into the room or the anxiety about meeting someone new and coming up with things to talk about and that kind of stuff. But really, there's so much more to it. Like, yes, that's part of it, especially if you tend to be a more introverted or a more shy person, which by the way, those are not the same thing. Look it up. But if you are extroverted, you're outgoing, you're not shy, there still may be things that you have anxiety about underneath the surface that are causing you to show up in certain ways, take certain actions, react in certain ways that are sabotaging you in ways that you don't even know. The truth is that anxiety and disorders specifically are the most common psychological disorder in the U.S. About 18% of the adult population has some sort of anxiety disorder. And social anxiety disorder is the third most common psychological disorder. At least 15 million people in the U.S. suffer from social anxiety. But today what we're talking about is more those underlying thoughts of, what if this doesn't work out? What if he doesn't like me? What if I embarrass myself? What if I get rejected? All of the what ifs that are creating anxiety for you when you are dating. Now, one of the biggest reasons that this anxiety comes about is because our brain comes up with so many stories about what could possibly happen and how terrible it will be if that actually does happen, right? If we're not consciously aware of our thoughts, if we haven't shown ourselves that our thoughts are not actually true, so many of us are believing our thoughts like they are facts. <laughs> I did for so many years until I had a coach who helped me to see that thoughts actually weren't facts and that they were optional. But our brain tells us these stories about everything that could possibly happen, and they sound really true, and they sound really scary or terrible or dreadful or disappointing or embarrassing, and that's what creates the anxiety for you. So if you are someone who struggles with this kind of thing, either you are afraid to put yourself out there on the dating apps because of all of these stories about what might happen that your brain's telling you, or you're already out there, but you have all of these stories about how there's no one good out there. And if someone seems to be good, he's probably fake. And even if you've been talking for a couple of weeks and he seems awesome and you've video chatted and all of the things... X, Y, and Z is probably still going to happen on your date. All of those stories that are creating anxiety, here's a couple of tips for you that you can actually implement right now that will help you to decrease the anxiety. And the first one is acceptance. Acceptance. 
Acceptance is the opposite of being guarded. Acceptance is the opposite of defensiveness. And in a lot of ways, acceptance is the opposite of disappointment. Because when you accept the fact that not every date is going to be a quote unquote success, meaning it's not going to lead to a second or third or fourth date or marriage, when you accept the fact that you don't actually like everybody, so probably everybody's not going to like you. When you accept the fact that dating is a process, that it's a journey that eventually leads to a destination, when you accept the fact that this is just an experience that you're having and that you can choose to feel and think however you want about it, dating becomes so much easier and you have so much less anxiety about it because you just accept the fact that, yes, some of these what ifs might happen. The anxiety comes from the resistance of the what ifs. The anxiety comes from you telling yourself, oh my gosh, if that happened, that would be the worst thing ever. That can't possibly happen. I have to do whatever it takes to make sure that doesn't happen. But if you just accept the fact that life is 50-50, that sometimes things are great, sometimes things are awful, and that's just part of life, suddenly these things don't seem as scary anymore and they don't create as much anxiety. So by calming down that inside voice that's like, oh my gosh, what if this happens? It's going to be horrible. By just accepting the fact that things are going to happen and that it's going to be okay, that is going to increase your anxiety significantly. The second thing that's going to increase your anxiety is something that I teach in a class called Self-Confidence Secrets. And in Self-Confidence Secrets, one of the things that I talk about is always having your own back. And what I mean by this is that you have made an agreement with yourself that no matter what happens, you are going to think positive, kind, nice, compassionate, understanding thoughts about yourself rather than critical, harsh, beating yourself up thoughts, and that in doing that, you are only going to feel loving feelings for yourself. Because what creates loving feelings for yourself is those thoughts, right? You can't feel loving towards yourself if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. I always screw things up. I'm never going to find love. (laughs) You can never think those thoughts and feel loving towards yourself at the same time. The only way to feel loving towards yourself is to think kind, compassionate, loving thoughts about yourself. So if you make that deal with yourself to always have your own back by promising to always think nicely and kindly and compassionately and therefore always feel loving towards yourself in the context of dating, none of these things that you're afraid of or have anxiety about can have any impact on you. Because people can say whatever they want. You can get rejected by people. People can tell you, I don't want to see you again. People can say, you're never going to find love. You're too old. You're too fat. You're too busy. You're too picky. Whatever it is that people say, they can do whatever they want. They can ghost you. They can be catfish. They can end up having a wife in another state, right? Whatever happens, you know that you have your own back. You are never going to think negatively or judgmentally about yourself, and you're always going to feel loving towards yourself. And if that's actually the case, or if you're at least making a good effort towards that, then nothing that anyone else says or does is going to be impacting you the same way that it does right now. 
Because all of those things that people say, all of those things that people do, they now just become neutralized. They don't have the ability to make you feel any sort of way because the only way that you feel is loving towards yourself. Because you're thinking thoughts like, yeah, it's a total bummer that it turned out that way. I wish it wouldn't have. I feel sad about it, but I'm not beating myself up. I'm not criticizing myself. I'm not judging myself. I still feel loving towards myself. And if you know that no matter what happens in any scenario, you're still going to feel loving towards yourself, then nothing that you can possibly face in the dating world is as scary as it was before. There's nothing to be anxious about anymore. And what's really powerful about always having your own back is that it allows you to be vulnerable on a level that maybe you haven't been before. One of the biggest reasons that we hold back when we're dating, that we don't share certain parts of ourselves, that we are closed off and not willing to let someone in is because of all those what ifs right? It's because of all the anxiety that we have this idea that you need to prove yourself before I show you my true self. You need to prove yourself before I open up and let you in. And when you have that defensiveness, when you have that wall up, you are closing yourself off to some men who might actually be really great for you. And by making this promise to yourself to always have your own back, you are going to be able to open yourself up to that vulnerability in a way that you haven't been able to before, because now that openness and that vulnerability isn't nearly as scary. You know that you can open yourself up. You can show your true self. You can take that wall down even just a little bit, because no matter what happens, you are going to think kindly of yourself and you are going to feel loving towards yourself. And there is so much power in making that shift on so many different levels. It's going to cause you to show up differently on the dating apps, on your first date, on your third date, and long-term in your relationship, it's going to cause you to show up so much differently. And it's going to create results that are very different from the ones that you've been creating from this space of anxiety. Now, the last thing I will add is that when I talk about this, I know I make it sound much easier said than done. I know that it sounds like, okay, well, just think nice things about yourself and feel loving and problem solved. (laughs) And I know that it's not that easy. It takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of being intentional and it takes a lot of accountability. Sometimes people will ask me, why do you give so much away on your podcast? Why do you give so much advice and so many tips? Because then people won't hire you because they can just listen to your podcast and get all the information. But you can Google and get all the information. The reason people hire a coach mostly is because of that accountability piece, right? They want to make sure that not only am I listening to this and hearing this and learning it, but then I'm actually implementing it. And that when I'm trying to implement it and I feel like it's not working or I feel like I don't really know how, I have somewhere to go to help me with that. So just know that this is a practice. It's something that is going to come up for you time and time again, even when you feel like you've mastered it. There's still going to be times that you're going to catch yourself thinking critically about yourself, judging yourself, not feeling loving towards yourself. But the more that you practice, the more that you just redirect yourself into that loving space, the easier and the more natural it's going to come. All right, everybody, we can talk more about this in the Love Starts Here Facebook group. So if you haven't joined, be sure and do that. 
Also, we're just about to start our new book tomorrow in the virtual book club for badass single women. We're reading Emotional Unavailability. And even if you don't read it, you can still come to the book club. I will give you a recap and you can participate in the discussion. It's super, super fun. So more information about that in the show notes, and I will see you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Love Starts Here podcast. For more tips, tools, love and support, be sure to join the Love Starts Here Facebook group. To learn more about how you can work one-on-one with Melissa to take your love and life to the next level, visit www.lovestartsherecoach.com.